Hey y'all, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And welcome to Crimology. This is episode seven. We are here, we're out here. Um, a little behind the scenes information. We're actually filming this episode the day after we filmed episode six. We felt like we did that episode, like it was just, we felt really good about filming. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun with it, and so... I don't know if it was just the we've actually got our mic right our our, our professional we've got our studio our up and running studio. <laughs> and so yeah so I don't know if it was just uh we're feeling a little bit more professional maybe or what the deal is but yes yeah, so or maybe now we're podcast master so that's what it is no it's not gonna have add that to our title um but we were just like let's just go ahead we've already got the next couple of weeks episode wise already kind of up and ready so we were like might as well just come back the next day and build on this so we're here if you're coming back and you heard episode six um and you're like that was the worst episode they did keep it to yourself because we feel really good about it (laughs) um but we're here so we're just gonna jump into episode seven and here we go so this episode Um, is another one that comes from Steven. This is another robbery episode. Um, This is Steven's, robbery is Steven's favorite genre of crime. Yeah, it's, you know, not, you know, most of the time no one gets hurt too bad or anything like that, or there's not necessarily a murder. I know there was one with the the Miami. But, I mean, this is kind of, you know, there's more meticulous there's planning and there's all sorts of you know things that could go wrong or you know anything like that there's there's different angles to everything of everything of it steven does a good job of he's sent me he'll like find something like an article and the article could be the shortest article but he's like he'll text it to me and he'll be like yo this this is crazy and so like i'll start digging into the crime and I'm like, Stephen, this is crazier than you thought. Like, it's crazier than just the little article. And so this is one of those that he sent to me. And it was just like, it, he found it from the FBI's Most Wanted. And so he f- like found it from there and just sent it to me, this little article about this girl. And I was like, Stephen, this is blowing up into so much. And that's what happened with our very first episode. He sent me an article just from the title of the article. And it turned into this whole thing. So Stephen does really good at this, finding this article that's just the title of it's crazy, and then digging into it, it's crazier than you think. Um, so this week we're going to talk about Patty Hearst. Um, she. So I want to pose a question before we start this off that you can think about. The question, I mean, this case does end up going to trial, and so this is a question that the jury has to ask themselves, but it's, was Patty brainwashed, or did, do you think she willingly commit these murders, or these, sorry, crimes, nobody dies, (laughs) these crimes that happened? Um, So this is a question that you kind of think about throughout the episode, so I'm just going to pose it it now. Put it there in the back of your mind, just to kind of think about it as we as we go through the story. Right. So here we go. So February 4th, 1974, at about 9 a.m., 19-year-old Patty was kidnapped from her apartment. A group of men and women burst into her apartment. They beat up her boyfriend. 
and then they drag her outside and throw her in the trunk of the car and then they drive away. So this group that Patty was kidnapped by, they this I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm honestly not even going to try it. I'll post it on social media so you can butcher it yourself, but they call themselves the SLA. Um and so this group is basically they're wanting to start a war against the U.S. government. Like, that's just their goal in, in life. Um, the SLA is regarded by the American law enforcement as the first domestic terrorist group to rise on the political left side. So and it's a group of people from all different walks of life, different ages, both men and women of different ages, ethnicities, backgrounds. So... Um, they're just coming together to try to do what they can for the government. So the fact that Patty was taken from her apartment and not just like from the side of the road or whatever, I mean, the first thing you're thinking of, like this had to be planned. Like this group sought Patty out specifically. And that's true. They kidnapped Patty specifically because she came from a wealthy and well-known family so they knew if they, they, if they took Patty that they could get the nation's attention pretty quickly, um, and that's what they got. So Patty's grandfather was William Hurst. He was a very well-known newspaper publisher, and he was known for developing the nation's largest newspaper chain. So, of course, when Patty's kidnapped, like, this story made front-page news. Um, and that's what the SLA wanted, so they got what they wanted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially when you go after somebody in the newspaper in business. In that newspaper, well, yeah. But, I mean, even someone who's who has ties to right. any type of, you know, popularity, wealth, or anything like that, you know, that's clearly going to be at least, I mean, that's at least going to be, you know, front page news. And, you know, plus, you know, most times they were talking, you know, it's... Yeah, you know we've we have a demand. There's a money, right? Know, a certain money amount, you know, of ransom, and so. But yeah, so that's kind of that's my thoughts of like, okay, number one, they picked out a good right. target, right? So when the SLA they got the notice that they wanted, they started releasing audio tapes to different radio stations and having them play their demands live on air. And this is kind of when you're just like, what? They started demanding millions of dollars in food donations in order to get Patty back. Now, that's a very right odd, specific. Right. I'm not exactly sure how to phrase that one, but it's very, <laughs> here we go again. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, it's but... just, you don't run, you don't read a lot of these stories and. Give us food donations. Yeah, and give us give us a million back. dollars in foods, and then and then we'll, we'll give you your, your daughter back. back. Like, okay. Um. So this already has law enforcement. Like, yo, first off, who is this group? Like, what are they trying to accomplish? And then they kidnap this girl. So then you're like, okay, like they mean business. And then they're like, we want food donations. So you're like, really, what are you trying to do? Like, you're. We don't understand. So everyone's just kind of, this just seems like it's all over the place. And that's what law enforcement's looking at. So anyways, April 3rd, the SLA released a tape where Patty declared her alliance to the SLA. And she even denounced her family name. So at this point, this has people talking everywhere. 
it's different now that it's Patty coming out in her own voice and saying all of this and not that the SLA is coming out and said, hey, just wanted to let you know that Patty told me to tell you that she is with us. Like, this is Patty's voice. So now this definitely has law enforcement like, what is going on? Like, this girl was now this girl is saying, I'm with them. Like, they are my family now. I don't have family anywhere else. This is my family. Like, I'm with them 100%. You're like, what? And also, I I don't want us to overlook the fact of basically it's been two months and they could not gather a million dollars in food. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, with that much money, they should be able to just go, you know, you know, get it all together and, all right, here you go. Here's, right. Give us back our, our daughter or granddaughter. I guess they didn't do good enough for them. But Apparently yeah. not. <laughs> um, so things get a little more wild when a week and a half later after this tape is released, um, Patty is seen with an assault rifle. Wi- wow. Wifle. Hunting wabbits. <laughs> an assault weapon, we'll say, at a bank robbery that the SLA was a part of. So surveillance cameras, they took pictures of Patty standing in front of an SLA flag with this weapon in her hand and we'll post this picture on our social medias in the picture you can tell that her mouth is wide open like she's yelling um in the picture she's standing a good six to eight feet away from anybody so it's not like you know there was somebody right next to her you know like another sla member that was standing right next to her making her do this or even kind of like guiding her along right oh yeah hey this is how you do this like she's i mean you can tell she's yelling at somebody whether you know whoever it is and in the same picture you can tell where the door of the bank is so when you see this picture you're like okay if she's you know playing devil's advocate maybe she wasn't like maybe she was just doing what she needed to survive but in this picture the door's right there. There's nobody else standing around her. You've got this weapon in your hand. That's the perfect time to try to get out if you're wanting to get out. And the fact that this picture is taken of her yelling at the people, that they, at the bystanders that they have in the bank, like it's not really looking too good for you. No, that's that's a that's kind of the first red flag, right? Of that, you know, of that question that we posed at the beginning was she brainwashed or did she willingly right you know that's starting to and and to me even you know just kind of where we're at in the story it's almost kind of seemed like it's almost a mix yeah of those to me it was just like maybe they brainwashed her a little bit because i mean you're not just gonna go from one spectrum to the other and just you know in two months right and so that's kind of what i'm you know just you know mid, just midway through heard. the story yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking of, like, it might have been a little bit, but, I mean, like, you can, you know, you can get something out of someone right. fairly quickly if you if you need to. Right, because now you've got this audio recording where she's like, I'm with him 100%, and if that's not enough, then she's seen at a bank robbery with this weapon, screaming at bystanders, and so you're like, okay... Now, if, you, if you're asking yourself the question, is she really with him? So now you have these two pieces of evidence. So now you're really like, okay, what? So then one month later, on May 16th, 
two SLA members, they try to steal something from a store. So this is actually pretty crazy, again, crazy, where for me, it's the point in this case where my mind's made up and where I think Patty stands. So get ready. Anyways, Patty is actually, she's actually at the store with these two SLA members. She's in the getaway car parked across the street from the store. So when these two members fail in getting this thing that they're trying to steal from the store, they run out of the store and they're actually caught by the store clerks. They run out, tackle the two SLA members. So now they're caught. So this also tells me one thing of either those store clerks are track stars and can run like you're saying bold or that these SLA members, they chose the slowest ones out of the group. Right. That's what that's telling me right there. Right. So Patty sitting across the street, she sees all of this happening. So this is in my mind at this moment, she could have let those those members be caught. And then she could have come out and said, hi, I'm Patty. I was kidnapped. I'm ready to go home now. Instead, She sees these two members get attacked. She pulls out a machine gun and starts firing across the street, trying to help them get away. It doesn't end there. Not only does she pull out one machine gun, she runs out of ammo in that machine gun. So she pulls out another one and continues shooting rounds out out on the street. That's, once again, here we go. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, okay, so you you know you finish off your first one. Oh crap! I'm out of ammo. Oh, here's <laughs> another one. Let's, here's Sally. Let's here's go. the backup. So for me, it's just if you're really kidnapped, that's the perfect opportunity. It's just you three. It's the perfect opportunity for you to let them get caught, and then when police show up, you say, "Hi, you know who I am. I'm ready to go home." Instead. You pull two machine guns out and you start shooting. She robbed three banks while being with the SLA. She shot up this street in LA that we're talking about. And she helped the group plant bombs in different places in California. Just to me, you're not looking so innocent now. Oh, 100%. I mean, this is definitely, I mean, maybe at first it was like, okay, maybe she was getting forced. But now it's just... Not really even slowly. It's taken a full, like, 180, and now she's back to... 100%. Like, you're with them. Yeah, you're, you have pledged your allegiance to them, and you are not worried about anything else. Right. So, after all this happens, police end up following the van, and the van leads the police straight to a safe house that the SLA had. So, then the next day, the police go back to the safe house... And another huge shootout begins. The house ends up going up into flames and ends up killing six members. The rest of the group spend the next couple of months kind of bouncing from place to place, trying to stay out of sight. But on September 18th, 1975, Patty was caught by police and charged with bank robbery. Now, during her trial, her team tried to push that Patty was abused and brainwashed during her time with the SLA, but she was end up founding guilty and sentenced to seven years in prison. So this kind of ties back with episode six with our whole kind of the defense is trying to yes. 
make their case of, oh, they, this wasn't really them. They, you know, so that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a funny, right. A funny link for our, our last, for this episode yeah. and last episode. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's just, it's just wild to me that, I mean, she was essentially for a year, almost a year and a half. Yeah. She was, you know, with the SLA and just really going really crazy essentially i mean it's it's one of those things of like it's just okay here's okay maybe there's some hope and then you know when the when that first bank robbery is like okay something's not right right and then it goes to full here's two machine guns i'm (laughs) going to shoot them on the street so that's yeah that's the that's the thing for me of like okay something i mean maybe she got quote-unquote brainwashed or but i mean you just don't really i mean it's hard to say yeah i mean and and you know playing that devil's advocates of like she could have been but i mean you don't i mean so so looking so good for you right (laughs) um it's not all bad for her though because she only served two years before president carter commuted her sentence so not only that, but then she's pardoned by President Clinton. So this just adds on to everything. Like, not only does everybody else think you're brainwashed and they agree with this. I mean, obviously not because the jury did not think you are. But the fact that two presidents thought you were guilty is wild to me. Um, and I mean, but... I don't know if I I don't know if I believe the brainwashed. Now, she's kidnapped at 19. She just moved in with her older boyfriend. Her parents aren't happy about it. She might have been going on a little rebellious kick, but this is also the time where if you haven't started looking at political views, like this is the point where you kind of start looking at it. Like, you're now able to vote, so you're able to form your own opinion. You're kind of keeping up with what's going on. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I 100% don't think the kidnapping was fake. I think SLA had a plan for what they wanted to do. And Patty just happened to be on the wrong end of the stick with that situation. But I think when she got into this group, I mean, like you said, she was with the SLA for 19 months. They could have made their political opinion look pretty good, and they could have made her see how they felt, but brainwash just seems like a pretty big word to me. So I I don't think that's what happened, but I do think she started to listen to what this group had to say and started to believe in what they said and how they felt, and I think, I mean, the her actions and the fact that she helped them out several different times proves that. Yeah, and I definitely think, I mean, especially now with, with everything that's been going on, especially in the United States lately, of if you listen to one thing, this is not me getting on a soapbox. This is me just making <laughs> a little sidebar on this. Of if you listen to just one thing over and over and over and over and over again, right. that's how you're going to think. Right. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying one way or the other, but, I mean, that's one of those things of if you're constantly, you know, if, if she was constantly – you know in the sla all right this is what we do this is what we do this is what we do this is how we think right that's how that's what you're going to turn into and and you're going to stay consistently with that and so that's kind of what 
yeah, like you said, I think brainwashing is kind of on the upper end of that's it just that, seems like a big word, a bigger word than what. But after hearing you explain that, I mean, I guess that does sound like brainwashing. So maybe, but I don't know. I guess just the, I guess what I think of like in evil mastermind yeah 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 when you, you know? yeah when you hear brainwashing you think of the you know typically what's on tv or what's right. in a movie of like it's just constantly this 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 yeah and so but to me i mean like like what we said brainwashing is seems like a heavier word than what it has happened to, to be but i definitely think of it's you know she's in there for you know, 19 months, and this is all that she's getting is right. is the information that 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 the um, SLA SLA. Wow, my my mind. I'm like the SLA is feeding her, and so that's all that you're gonna think about. Like yeah. you're not gonna think about anything else, or you know, your family or anything like that. You're you're stuck in that mindset of SLA right there. Yeah. So I guess. When you put it like that, like that is the brain definition of brainwashing to a T. So I guess, I don't know. I guess moral of the story, I don't know where I stand with this. I think just her doing all of this is, I mean, it doesn't make you look good. And I don't know. I mean. Yeah, it's just a very, when when I saw this, when I was looking for the story, then I, I I stumbled upon it like all these other ones that I found. Yeah. Um, it really it was very intriguing to me. Just and Sam did a heck of a job on this one of really taking that deep dive into it. But I mean, like I, I mean, I kind of just read the the you know cliff notes, spark notes of the story, and it was just it was super fascinating to me that this little nineteen year old girl went from this you know kind of high society yeah. type of thing to a not necessarily a life of crime, but, you know. To being in a group on the FBI's a, most wanted list. Flipping a full 180 of the, you know, and yeah, and being on the, you know, the first domestic terrorist yeah. group. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty wild to me. And also, I don't think we, I mean, we kind of touched on it, but it's still in my mind of, they ask for a million dollars in food. Right. Donations at that. <laughs> That's that's the one that's I I think that's probably the most puzzling. The word thing donations for me. was pretty funny that they I mean every article that I read had the word donation on it, but I was like, can you hold somebody for ransom for donations? Like that just doesn't make. sense. I mean, sense. I guess you can really kind of hold anybody for any type of ransom. Like, hey, I need. I mean, because you think about it, well, I need a million dollars donated, please. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. I guess really, it's the it's the whole donation part of it. That's kinda... and so I think that's the part that law enforcement was just like, what does that mean? Like you're holding this girl for ransom, but you want donations? Like okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So and kind of back to what I was saying, I was just like, the the story itself was just it was obviously one that we have not heard of before. Right. But it was one of those things that was just like it just was so just wild to me that I mean she just flipped essentially a full one eighty, yeah. and went from like I said this little nineteen year old girl to full on criminal. Right. So yeah. I mean her life's pretty good now. She's an actress. She's wow. actually in a couple of movies. Um. I mean, the fact that your grandpa is pretty well known, 
So your kidnapping makes front page news. Now you have two presidents who got you out of your sentence. So, I mean, virtually her life went back to normal. So, um, not, I mean, and I won't refer to this as a vacation, but, you know, virtually she's went on a trip for 19 months. She comes back and goes back to life as normal. Um, but now we pose the question for you, like I did at the beginning. Do you think Patty was brainwashed, or do you think she willingly committed these crimes? And if you want to, so you got a couple options to for us if you if you want to reply. Number one, social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, right? On all those, you can you know comment on the episode post. Mm-hmm. Let us know that way, or like we talked about in episode six. We'll uh, drop a link in the episode description, and then, you know, if if you have a very long expl- explanation and you'd like to hear your voice, hear yourself on this podcast, you can uh, record it and send it in, and we'll actually play it. We'll play it on week uh, episode eight, and so yeah, we'll do that. Yep, we'll do a little, little fun thing we can do. Yeah. So that was episode seven. Um. So now before we do Florida Man Minute, we're just going to talk about our sponsor for this week. All right. Now we're going to do our Florida Man Minute. Um, this is a segment where we Google the words Florida Man along with a random date. And we just giggle at um, the article that comes up. Sam giggles. I, I bring the news. <laughs> I do giggle. <laughs> I bring the news, man. All right. So this one is coming uh, July 1st. You know, it's getting kind of warm here in Oklahoma. So, you know, I felt like I should go with kind of a summer article. So I went, I went July 1st. Very close to your birthday. Hey. Um, Sam, what's what's your favorite fast food place? This is a big question, but I want uh, Taco Bueno. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to McDonald's here. Okay. I love okay. that too. Yep. Okay. I can't see your screen this time, so per- I can't answer your questions correctly. Perfect. <laughs> Um, do you hate it when you get the wrong food? Ah, that's always at Taco Bueno. So yes, okay, I do so hate it. Okay, perfect. So our 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 headline for this is Florida man arrested after pelting girlfriend with McDonald's, and this gets oddly specific: sweet and sour packets. <laughs> so a Florida man pelted his girlfriend in the head and face area with sweet and sour sauce packets Sunday because he was angry. Uh, because she had brought the wrong food from McDonald's, a felony battery complaint said. Uh, Jesus Oscar Ferrar, Fer, Fer, eh, whatever, wow. 30, attacked his girlfriend, with whom he has a child, in the couple's motel room in Tampa, police said. Uh, the struggle ensued, and Fair allegedly pinned his girlfriend to the ground. He placed his palm on her face and pressed her head into the ground using his body weight. Oh my gosh. Which prompted, oh, it gets better, which prompted the woman to rip part of his beard off. Oh, my lanta. And the pictures I'm looking at, I mean, he's got like a like a mountain man. Like, he's got some beard. Wow. Um, so by the time the officers arrived, uh, Fair had fled the motel, um, and then he was later arrested and booked into the Pasco County Jail on a charge of felony battery. Um, so... Yeah, sticking with the uh, the fast food ones here, because <laughs> I mean I just you know that it's not one of my favorites, Florida Man's minutes. But you know what? 
it's up there. It's pretty good. I mean, the the headline really that's what did I, you know, was looking for a couple of different ones, but really it was this headline that really just got it for me. And I, mean, I and I knew I could ask you good questions <laughs> on this. I think I for sure have I, I for sure. Okay, let me think about my words before I say it that I don't want to say. I've done this before because I haven't held somebody down by, you know, to the point that they try to rip my beard off. Um, <laughs> just, anyways, um, but I'm pretty sure I've pelted my sister with the wrong sauce when she doesn't give me the right sauce at McDonald's. Um, and so when you just read that part out, I was... I was like, well, I've done that before. So, like, what did he get charged with? Because so Sam's getting arrested. I could get charged with that. But I can confidently say that I have never held my sister down covering her mouth because she got me the wrong kind of sauce. I may have cried a little, but that's it. So I'm glad that that took a turn in a direction that I could not be charged with something. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, man, I just, I saw that headline. That's so good. And that's really, that that's what sold it for me. And also this is from, it's from Fox News and the, one of the tags on it is odd news. <laughs> so you definitely know that this, this one was right up the, the Florida man minute alley. Do you use sweet and sour sauce? Oh no. Oh no. Maybe, I mean. I'm a, I'm a, if I'm going to McDonald's, I'm getting as I affectionately refer to them as nugs. I love nugs. Chicken nugs all the way. And number seven. Hey oh. Um now see, I just just give me a ten piece. That's number all I seven need. large fried large Dr. Pepper. Man, you're you're living the life right there. No, <laughs> I'm a I'm a barbecue sauce man right there. See, I'm a ketchup girl. So just give Ooh. me ketchup and just go. So if you like sweet and sour, I'm sorry, but I think I know every person in the world would have this same reaction if you gave them sweet and sour. Especially with if, nugs especially if they were expecting ketchup right <laughs> but that's a good one. Oh, i love this segment so much I, i'm <laughs> glad it favorite. brings you such joy i hope that the you know everybody else listening at least right everybody least else tolerates. just i'm sure this is this. The, the, the 32nd <laughs> skip push button right there but anyways if you're still here and still with us thank you for listening um I mean, like I said, we're filming this directly after episode six just because we have genuinely so much fun. And if you can't tell by little giggles, <laughs> um, we need to bring a camera in here so we can count every time Stephen rolls his eyes at me. <laughs> Those things My I say. eyes are constantly up. <laughs> um, but we're genuinely having so much fun. And so thank you guys for listening. We see numbers. Um, with our page growing and it just I mean it makes you feel good that something that makes you feel good is doing good if that makes sense um it feels good <laughs> there you go um, we'll get there we'll land the plane eventually um but like Steven said we're on all social medias at crimeology pod so make sure you follow us and then you can email us at crimeologypod at gmail.com Make sure to give us five stars, um, because that's what we like to see. That's right. And if you have a, if you actually want to write out a review, we'll uh, give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. We'll read your your comment, especially only if it's five stars, though. If not, if it's four stars, we're ignoring you. 
try again. Add one more star, and then you can make it. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much. Um, and we will be back next week with episode eight. Like always, this is Sam. And I'm Steven. And this is Primology. Thank you.